It's my least favorite of all the Q episodes. I'm just going to go with that. Sorry. <laughs> it's entertaining-ish. I don't know. I guess. I feel like he was definitely <laughs> a bit more dickish in this one than <laughs> in the other one. But it's the only the second one I've seen with him, so. That's true. That is true. Um, welcome to the Nerd Trek Podcast, everybody. I don't know. We were a little short on the witty banter. I think Phil's out of it. David's a little out of it. <laughs> I, I don't have any jokes. Sorry. I got nothing. Uh, so we're I'm just tired. The wind it. here kept me up all night. <laughs> God, right? It was so fucking windy. Like I, so I'm, I'm Goddamn a typical wizard of nerd. Oz outside. It is. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm such a bad nerd. Cause I'll have those days where I'm like super congested and like allergies. I'm like laid out on the couch and that, and that was me Saturday. And then my kids were like that Sunday and they were just like, I can't take it anymore. I can't breathe. Like crying. I'm like, you have a stuffy <laughs> nose. <laughs> God, I so, like, I'm going to die. Not the worst it gets in life. Sorry. I'm like, God, I, I, I wish my only problems were being 11 and having a stuffy nose. I oh, wish. Those were the days. God, those were the days. The days when I thought that like, by the time I was an adult, that Star Trek Next Generation would be pretty close to real. Like, right? Or the common cold is all cured. Yeah. <laughs> when I was very young, I was like, by the time I'm an adult, there'll probably be some spaceships not like the Enterprise. And you know what? We'll probably have replicators. And you know what? We'll, we'll hopefully, like, we'll have done away with money at some point in my adulthood. <laughs> You're so optimistic. So basically, you were the Olaf song. This will all make sense when I am older. A little bit of summertime in there, too, though, where, like, I mean, I'm not a snowman thinking I could stand outside in the heat, but, like, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was like that. I mean, even just a step. If if someone came out and was like, you know what, we, we're, like, we're, we're close. We have an idea, but we're close. I, I would yeah. be happy with that. Well, I mean, there is a um, a company that's working on basically replicator technology. Uh, I'm I'm fine with that. It's one of the vegan companies. A vegan company. So it's one of the ones that makes like you know like the the fake meat and all that stuff. Oh yeah, Yeah. you know that you know that the base for that would be made out of soy. Come on. Yeah, and and, and think about it. A replicator basically is taking a bunch of base like elements ingredients chemicals all that stuff like a bunch of base proteins and it all it does is it reforms them into the correct shape and or yeah. flavor right which is why yeah. they talk about how it does tastes it tastes the same but slightly different that's true because i think they even mention it i think there's some episodes where they're like we don't use animals anymore yeah. and 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 they, they use like a replicator yeah. think about that Everybody in Star Trek is actually technically vegan, except for when they go and get food on other planets and stuff. Or and they're leather chairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fake leather, leather chairs, maybe? Leather. Leather. You know, it's gotta be You know leather. that they have a replicator and they aren't, aren't killing animals anymore, because they do mention that a few times, that they're not killing animals for any reason. That's true. That, oh, that See, it's the things that you don't catch when you're watching this when you're 10. Yeah. But that, when you're 38, yeah. you catch these. Things. You don't realize yeah. how big of a deal that is. You're like, oh, okay, they'll kill animals. Woohoo. Yeah. Hey, mom, yeah. when's my burger ready? Like, <laughs> it's so different now. I know, right? Um, <laughs> see, that was some great Woody banter. I, that was fantastic. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but welcome to the, the to the Nurtrick podcast, everybody. I'm Jeff. I'm here with David. 
Hey guys. And Phil. Hey everybody. We have a guest back with us again. Uh, welcome back, Harley. Hi. I'm Yay. Hey. It's only been two weeks. I don't either. We either <laughs> either your your poor judgment from coming the first time has not set in, or we Shh, bribed you enough. That, I'm yeah. betting on glutton for punishment. That's glutton where I'm landing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's the way I usually lean. That's what it is. An excuse, you know, it's like when when someone's like, "Oh, what are you what are you doing right now?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm actually I'm doing research for a podcast. I'm about to be on." Really, I was watching Star Trek. <laughs> I like that. It sounds like That's I'm being a great excuse. You are being very productive. Oh, we're we're, like we're exchanging ideas. When so busy. people ask, when people ask, and I'm watching the episodes, I say it's homework. <laughs> I have to do, do show prep. Homework? Sorry, show yeah. prep. Oh, I like that better. Oh, I'm doing show prep. Oh, oh, that sounds so much more. <laughs> you could put it into your little schedule. It'd be like, oh, you know, f- four to five show prep. Uh, yes. I dig it. Um, yeah. So what's um, it's been a couple weeks since you were with us. Anything new? Any any exciting adventures in quarantine for you? No, I mean, I mentioned <laughs> before we recorded that um, I usually volunteer um, every Halloween and I do multiple events for hospitals around los angeles where we go and we dress as superheroes and give kids comics and graphic novels and stuff obviously can't do that this year i'm super bummed um but i still am tomorrow going to load up my car with a bunch of stuff and drive it to the hospital not in a costume i guess i could wear a costume um i could just dress like ray or black <laughs> just, just to walk up the to the and drop it at the front door just, just do it Ooh, there I might would. be a kid see out the window. Ooh, ooh, someone's coming. Oh my gosh, I should email the lady and ask her if it's close to any windows. <gasps> possible. Oh, there you go. Um, and yeah, I'm just going to go take this up to the hospital since um, the we are, we're the volunteeros. Get it? Volunteer heroes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, get I it. thought I was really clever when I came up with that. And my <laughs> partner in crime who does it with me was like, that's a great idea. And now I'm like, is it? Um, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take all our volunteer donations to um, the hospital tomorrow. So it's my last one to drop off. I already dropped the other ones off last week. So it's like sad, but happy because the kids still get stuff to read for Halloween, but also sad because I don't get to actually hand it to them while I'm dressed as a hero. So Yeah, I know. Do you just do it for Halloween? Do you do it for like Christmas or anything? We do. They don't have Christmas events like that. Oh, okay. With- for us, like it's more of a. We always do two Halloween events mm-hmm. um, with the LAUSC hospital, and then we also do a smaller event with children's. Children's a lot more strict about stuff, but we do like a, yeah. a reading room thing, um, usually at children's hospital too. That's a newer one. We only started doing that I think like two years ago, but we've been doing this stuff with uh, LAUSC for five years, and then we'll do other stuff too. Like we'll just go in if they have like any events at all we'll go in and bring stuff and um a few years ago like i because i'm i mentioned the last time i used to run a comic book store i helped redo their entire library as well at children's um which was so, oh, right so fun um basically getting to pick what is like graphic novels and stuff that kids would like in every single age group and then we donated them and that was so much i know it sounds so weird to be like that was so much fun it was so much fun for me that's but that's right. cool though yeah, because yeah, so especially because like some kid could pick that and and pick it up and be like, "This is my favorite thing ever," and then yeah, 
Yeah, and then there they actually, it's its so funny because they call it a library, but it's not really because they just get to keep them. No. They don't, they don't make them give them back. No. So, mm-hmm. so that's cool. Yeah, it's super sweet. And I obviously don't know what book they're going to find, but like knowing that they could find a book they like is, is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It's good for you. Reading is always good. I, I had to convince my daughters to go to the comic book shop on Sunday. I was like, come on, let, let's go. I'll buy some comics. And they're like, Ugh, I don't want to do anything. I'm like, that's all we do. We're going to the comic book shop now. Dude, science, <laughs> science has proven that reading, specifically reading fiction, actually makes you smarter and more lucid in your old age. See? That's been proven by science. So I used to tell like, it's the comic book shop when they come in if they were like, Oh, I don't really like, I don't really like reading. And I, I go, oh, do you want to be smarter? And they're like, yeah, of course I want to be smarter. I want to be super smart. And I'd be like, well, then you better read more because reading makes you smarter. Here's science. Boom. <laughs> science. Science. Fun. I dig it. Well, because I, I was actually happy because I, once we, we got there and she kind of loosened up after like throwing a, a tantrum, then that's when she picked out this, the uh, Transformers, My, My, My Little Pony, Pony crossover. crossover. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> So that's I was very excited. Do you know who wrote it? Um, uh, Asmus, Flynn, Fleeks, Lawrence, and Delgado? Okay. I don't know. One of my friends was writing one of them, and I don't remember which one. Of their yeah. I, I don't got know. excited for a second. But this but is amazing. It's awesome. The fact that that exists <laughs> is amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I, mm-hmm. I'll admit, I like My Little Pony. It, because uh, yeah. when my kids were in that age range and they were watching it a lot, I was like, this is actually a really good show. <laughs> it is so much better than the original series that I watched on VHS as a kid that my parents oh, yeah. TV for me, like in the 80s that I watched in the early 90s. It was and the, terrible. And the brony was born. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> hey, if, if you watch it, there's, there, there's a weird owl. My Little Pony calls called a uh, cheese cheese sandwich, yes. and then there's a there's a there's a Doctor Hooves. Yep. So if it's a Doctor Who My Little Pony, then you have to like it. I have a Doctor Hooves T-shirt, so. See, it's it's for everybody, so it don't is, judge me, that Phil. That is for everybody. Hey, no judgment here. <laughs> I'm judging you. David's always judging. <laughs> you know I, We're gonna have an episode at some point and just like skip episode of Star Trek and make you guys watch. Two episodes of My Little Pony. Switch I'll it up do it. <laughs> I've I've probably seen them all already. Yeah. So, I'll do it. Because uh, deep down in my core, I'm a uh, I'm a uh, uh, who's my spirit animal? Uh, a Pinkie Pie. I'm like a Pinkie <laughs> Pie. I'm I'm like a Pinkie Pie. My friends would say I was like a Pinkie Pie and rarity mix. Okay. But I feel like I'm a little more Pinkie Pie in Twilight Sparkle because I read a ton. I can see that. But I, you know what? I will say, I will say, like Rarity, I'm fairly fashionable. Not going to deny that. You can't tell right now. <laughs> you're, you're very fancy. <laughs> you're very comfy right now. <laughs> That's okay, though. Which is the perfect time to talk about Star Trek because we all want to be comfy talking about Star Trek. And it makes us happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It does. Yeah. Uh, today we are talking about Hiding Q, uh, original air date, November 21st, 1987. So yeah, I, it's interesting that they, they have this big bad, he's kind of the big bad in the first episode and they're like, let's, let's bring him back. Like let's, it's, it's interesting yeah, that they brought him only, back so it's soon. It's only episode 10. I know. Nine. Mm-hmm. It's episode nine. Okay. Episode nine. 
Don't I swear to God I will die on that hill on on You're episode count. You, you just might by the time okay. we yeah. Harley. <laughs> I, I have a question for you. Five episodes. Okay, so in Encounter at Farpoint is that one episode or two? Encounter at Farpoint. That's two episodes. God damn it! Ah! Yes. yes. Damn it! Our oh. expert has spoken. Uh, <laughs> all right, moving on. And Jeff is uh, wrong again. Moving on. I hate you guys so much. Ah, victory is so sweet. I'm pretty <laughs> it was on TV. I'm pretty sure that it had, a, it said like part one and part two. So I remember my parents had to VHS film the first two seasons for us as kids because we weren't old enough and maybe not born um, to watch it. <laughs> so we'd go back and watch it as a family in order. And I'm pretty sure it used to have a part one and part two like card at the beginning. So it does, but it's from syndication. Originally, yeah, when it was it originally aired. when it went through production and everything, it it was aired as one single episode. But production, they assigned it, each episode its own production number and everything. So yeah. for part one and part two, yeah. Okay. So it's so it's labeled as episode. it's labeled as episode one and episode two or parts one and two. Yeah, because I think my parents um probably filmed reruns. Yeah, as but that's probably. that's David's argument because it aired originally. As a one-parter single episode, that's my it's argument. But it's episode. so long. Like even if it aired as one episode, like that's a long episode. Oh yeah. But isn't all good things one episode? Yes, it was filmed as two, but it's one episode, right? Because there's not all good things part one and part two. So all good things is the same. It's designated. It's got two designators on it. It's got episode twenty-five and episode twenty-six for that season. Are you going to argue that Times Arrow was one episode? No, Times Arrow was two episodes because it was it is part one and part <laughs> two. That's how it it originally aired. Was that part? I, was I, part one, part two? I I think far point is two. God damn it! All right, I'm going to ask every guest this now just to see how. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll keep chopping up the W's on our side. It's okay. I'm going to dig my hole. I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to tell because because Melinda's coming back on our um on our next week's. I'm just going to tell her to to take my side. <laughs> I'm gonna prep her. And I'm gonna text her right after this and tell her to take mine. No, God no. damn it, that's right. Oh. Fine. You'll be like, Jeff's gonna ask you a weird question about Farpoint. Just say yes. It's one. <laughs> yeah. Let's. How about we just let her have an honest answer? Fine. <laughs> let's talk about hiding Q. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this one, uh, Q comes back, um, and. Of course, they're on a super important mission to go save a bunch of people. Uh, but Q comes back to mess everything up, uh, as he does, uh, and basically teases um, Riker to give him some powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which Riker then turns into kind of a dick. Riker, yeah. Right. Okay. Riker I, turns so, from Will to Dick. Yeah. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't really notice. Like when I was younger, I didn't notice that. And then as an adult, as I've rewatched it. Let's okay. So a he is kind of a dick. B, if Jonathan Frakes wasn't such a good actor, mm-hmm. he would have been even more of a dick. Can we talk about that? The fact that he's a dick, but he's like still like kind of likable, and you see him restrained and having like you know the looks on his face and like being kind of quizzical and 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 trying to understand now that he has this power. Like a lot of actors wouldn't do that, but Jonathan Frakes is being like. Okay, Jean-Luc. Kind okay. of out of character for my <laughs> character, I think. Yeah. He wouldn't turn into such an asshole, but I have to fight this. So I'm going to use my acting to fight it. 
yeah. does a pretty good job. He does pretty good. I think um, I've always found that, like, especially actors who do, like, sci-fi or Star Trek or, you know, or Stargate or any of that kind of stuff, it's like they kind of get pigeonholed. And they don't like. Th- th- there's some really good actors, you know. I mean, of course, you know Patrick Stewart's a really good actor, and everybody. But it's just like I-, I think a lot of times people don't see them as kind of that nuance and depth that they can do because you're like, oh, you're just yelling at a monster. Like, well, no, that's not all of it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you watch Next Gen, it should be really clear that really you're watching a bunch of people who are th- a theater actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means that they don't have to do as many takes. I feel like it's kind of clear that they don't do as many takes, which is cheaper. Um, yeah. But yeah. it's a lot of, they were all a lot of, it's like a lot of theater actors. So a lot of them who weren't super successful in film yet were very successful in theater. And all of the people on Next Gen are older, which we talked about last time. The youngest person starting was uh, Jordy LaForge at 29. when they started yeah. He was the youngest person on the show. Well, and then and then even he, Lavar Burton, had done you know Roots and everything else by then. So I mean, he had some stuff under yeah. his belt too. Yeah, he had a lot under his belt at that point. And he st- had he started reading Rainbow yet? Hadn't he? I thought we, I thought we, he did, I didn't he? Think I'm so. Sure I think it started started in the I early. I want to say 80s. it started in eighty-five. Uh, eighty-three. So, oh, okay. So yeah, he'd been doing this for a few years yeah. already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what they're, so they're on their way to go, what, like an explosion happened on a planet and, and they get, I, I've never been a big fan of the whole A plot, B plot, just have a plot, Yeah. which even our, the next one, Haven kind of has that, but at least I think they do it better. Um, Yeah, it does it better. It's more. Yeah. It's, it's more of a cohesive Well, and it's crazy Loxana in that episode. So true. But I've, but like with this one, (laughs) she's her own plot line. (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh she is yeah. but like once all the Q stuff happens in this one I don't really care about the explosion and like I, I, I I'm sorry but I yeah, don't it's, it's like it's like 80% Q 20% explosion it's kind of how the division is on this episode yeah and it's I guess it's a motivation for you to want the crew to get back to the ship because he just disappears John's crew and doesn't take John Luke John Luke's there by himself being like He's like oh, bridged oh, engineering, no. bridged any yeah, crewman, bridged to control. He's just like, shit, where's everybody at? Nothing. Marshall Luke doesn't get to have fun ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just leave him on the bridge. Even when he goes to Risa, he doesn't have fun, guys. He just yeah. reads. He reads with his 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 and very deep, on deep V shirt. On. Yeah. Oh my it's God. Super deep V. And he goes yeah. on like an archaeological dig, yeah. It's so great. It was good. But I feel that like, I think the characters at this point, you know, we're, we're, you know, eight, nine, 10 episodes in, I feel like the characters are kind of hitting their stride a bit more. Like Picard is kind of calmed down. He's not as angry as his first couple. He's more the diplomat, more the kind of the fatherly figure. He's kind of easing that way. And then even in with Haven, he, he gets that that way too. So I think I, I definitely see the, the uh, transition. Yeah. And you can have trajectory of what their characters are going to grow into for sure absolutely though it's definitely with Riker it's so funny because he's such an interesting character on this show where it's the 80s and we have a lot of the the Han Solo type characters right yeah which you know obviously I'm a fan of Han Solo and Nina Jones anything Harrison Ford does let's be honest but like I like a lot of those characters because like you can give them depth right Han is truly just 
a teddy bear. He just has a heart of gold, but he has his front. You know, like, so they all have their thing. And then with Riker, you have Riker coming in, and it's supposed to be in the future. We're supposed to be kind of beyond that type of mentality, but they still wanted to make him that type of character. They still wanted to make him, like, the manly man character, you know? Like, later on, one of my favorite episodes, which I think is just so hilarious, is the one where they put him on the ship with the Klingons. And mm-hmm. he's mm. being, like, the man man which i thought that just episode is it's great but it's also just really funny and this is an episode where you see um the reason q picks him right is because he's he finds him more interesting yeah than everybody else which i always thought was kind of funny that he's he's the most interesting yeah because i was like is Riker the most interesting <laughs> person on that ship he's the most interesting man because he gets in the, into world. the most he gets into the most shit i think is probably why yeah, I mean, I guess so. Because I'm just being like, really, you wouldn't take someone who already has, like, a larger mental ability, like, the one who's half empath? Or, you know. Yeah. Like, obviously, later we meet characters who are extremely interesting, too, where I'm like, oh, Q would take them. But um, I guess it's because he does t- tend to gravitate people who like shenanigans. Yeah. I think that, and that's kind of Riker, too, especially in the, the later seasons, he kind of is more that a playful cause he can be, you know, the very stern second in command, but then he does have like a, like a joking side to him as well. And I think he Q hits, sees that. Yeah. And he hits a great balance eventually where he does, he knows when to take things serious and when it's okay to have fun, which is one of the reasons you love Riker, but also no. like they're trying to have this manly man, debonair, good looking guy, <laughs> character, but make him evolved. And I feel like that's what makes Riker interesting to me. And in this episode, it was so funny because it's almost like it almost like he got he got de-evolved in a weird way. He was giving him this power, but it almost de-evolved him because it made him all of a sudden turn into like a privileged white male. <laughs> Basically, yeah. which is kind of what the Q are because they're so powerful that they yeah. can just do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, Riker is just like this super privileged, powerful white male. And you're just like, wait, wait what? I thought we were trying to have the more evolved version of this character. And it's like, nope. No, I'm not going to do it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But it's such a journey, too, because if you, if you see these episodes and then if you catch any kind of the new Star Trek, like even him on Lower Decks or like uh, uh, Upacard or even, you know, like he's oh. it's such a growth of the character. And he's such a more fun, like captain dad yeah. kind of a thing he's pizza mm-hmm. dad he's space pizza dad yeah exactly <laughs> and it's such a huge journey mm. yeah i can't oh the next time i watch that episode of Picard, i'm just gonna make some homemade pizza so i'm gonna be like raker do it <laughs> but i will say i think that one of the things that is great about it where he does get to show that he is evolved is that he the first thing he wants to do is go help his friends yeah yeah what, he's, like turning... all he's all about it, yeah. Yeah, he wants to go give them exactly what they've always wanted. Sexy Wesley. Which, it's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I, 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 whenever, it's so funny because I... Um, Hi, Mom. I've been re-watching that with a friend. <laughs> right? Yeah. My friend, we watched that episode together, like, a few months ago. And he's watching it. And as soon as he turns into, like, like him older, he just goes... Uh, and I was like, I know. That's yeah. How Will Wheaton grew up to look like. <laughs> yeah, Will Wheaton just looks like him, but with a beard. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and taller. And taller. Yeah. And taller. Yeah. 
it's funny whenever people do like aged makeup, even like in um all good things when they kind of age them all like 20 years, they're like, let's add a bunch of gray and some weight and a whole thing. And you're like, no, they look, uh, they look amazing now. Like they, it's, it's been 20, 30 years later and they look amazing. And it's yeah, like, that's look- not how aging works. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, let's not even talk about how in Her- at the end of that last Harry Potter movie where they tried to age them all. I was like, oh yeah. They failed like Emma Watson. They're like, we're just going to put her hair up. She looks old now. And I was her like, that's up. not how that, this is not how this is supposed to go David you've been really quiet what did you think about this episode (laughs) yeah Um, I mean I do I like this though the fact that he gives Riker the powers I thought was really really interesting because if you have those powers instead of trying to convince someone to take them that's almost the best way to do it just give it to them and then they're not going to want to give them back kind of a thing because who's going to want to give away the powers to do everything you've ever wanted to do so i i did think that was good i haven't i've seen some of the other q episodes just when it was in syndication when i was a kid but i never saw this one so this was very interesting to me um i felt like it was smarter I, yeah they had the little a plot b plot i know many times we've said like this feels like a tos episode but this felt like a well-written tos episode which was rare so yeah. <laughs> it's like a what <laughs> It does but this exist, is but... this is a little bit. This is where I think Q I think acts a bit more like uh, Trelane from the Squire of Gothos, where because you know he has the whole has him do a battle. He's all dressed up in like the French outfit. Like yep. that's very mm-hmm. Trelane esque. Yeah, yeah. This it's is like, definitely look, all, one all that powerful tells me that alien it's... that has a gimmick. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, this Can definitely just... convinced me that Trelane is probably one of the Q. <laughs> Probably, oh, I think he is. Yeah, one hundred percent. Also, can I just can I just say when he okay, so the part where he's giving everybody what they want or trying to. Mm-hmm. A Data's response is amazing and beautiful. Go Data. Yeah. That's why he's one of my mm-hmm. favorites. Um, but I'm just gonna say exactly what I thought when Jordy <laughs> gets his sight and he looks out the window. That's amazing moment. And he turns around and looks at uh, Tasha Yar and is like. Oh man, you're even more beautiful than I thought. The first thing I thought was, why is everybody so hot on Tasha? I, I yeah, I don't why? get it. Literally, Deanna is like right there, and yep. Deanna is like looks like yeah. a human, like she looks like a painting somebody did. She's like this flawless human being, and I'm like, even Beverly is a babe, and I'm like, they're going, I'm like, you're looking at the one who's yeah. the least babe, like out of all the women that I've seen on this ship. Why? Why is everyone so hot for her? I don't get it. As men, can you tell me? Can you explain to me why everyone's so hot for her? I don't know if it's my purchase as a child. As a child, I thought she was really annoying. Like, um, I can't because I've been Team Deanna since I was like 11 years old. So, Thank you. Yeah, I was always I, Team Crusher. Sorry. I, I, like, I like Redheads. Crusher. Yeah, yeah, I was going to never... say that was before I got into Redheads. Yeah, yeah I was We're always special. a fan of We're Crusher. I, I never was. I, I didn't even know who Tasha was because I watched most of this in syndication. I don't yeah. think she shows up in any of the rerun episodes, really. Because <laughs> she, she's dead. They didn't show most Sorry. of these, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert, she's dead. Yes, well, I've heard of the black goo. I'm aware of what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I mean, and I know, I think, because uh, we talked about this last time, her her character is so weird in this one. With the whole, I swear to God, if if they say penalty box one more tam- damn time, yeah. <laughs> um, you have to make it relatable to the audience. Oh, let's use a so hockey term. Sport 
sports into it. You put sports into a science fiction <laughs> Yeah, science show, fiction show. That's like exactly where it belongs. Box. Know your audience, Star Trek. Ugh. Yeah, because a Star Trek nerd knows what a penalty box is. I th- I'm pretty sure that's how I found out what one was. <laughs> was the Star Trek? Like, I'm, like, I think the? I was re-watching it literally as like an older teen. And I was like, what's a penalty box? Because I have never watched sports. I'm going to say it. I've never watched <laughs> sports. I've never watched sports. My brother and my dad like baseball, so I know some baseball. At one Mighty point, Ducks I was... as a kid. I remember it from that. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Like, oh, yeah. Well, I, w- well, I wasn't watching. I wasn't paying attention to the sports part in Mighty Ducks oh. as a kid. I, oh, was I never watched. I never watched. Yeah, I What's... didn't watch a lot of sports, but I had Little Giants, Mighty Ducks. I had all the kids' sports movies to teach All the me Disney these sports. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. watched those with my brothers just like a crush on the boys in them. I didn't really pay attention <laughs> to what was happening. Uh, we're just pieces of meat to you, aren't we? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, no, but it's weird because I think uh, we talked about this this last time, but with Tasha Yar, it's just, again, I mean, and, and she even says it. She's like, oh, I got penalized. And then she's like, and now I'm crying on the bridge. And then Picard's like, there's crying in the penalty box. And But it's like her, she's all over the place with her she, character. Yeah. That, yeah. that scene was so funny when Picard's like trying to kind of comfort her. So he kind of like hesitantly puts his hand on her shoulder and he's like, they're there. They're there. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> Uh, like oh this is awkward uh, Picard trying to express emotion yeah but i did like his response he's a role model when someone's in the penalty box crying on the bridge is permitted and the way he said it i was like oh that was sweet see but that's what i like that's 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 what i like about about that transition he's making he's moving away from the angry captain to the compassionate kind of diplomat that's like you you can see it yeah he's finding his own yeah. yeah. He's stoic and sweet. And who doesn't love a stoic and sweet man? Exactly. Um, I Wesley I was the only one he was ever really mean to, but <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. He deserved it. Um so I, I haven't so okay. This has been bothering me. Um as far as Jordy's eyesight. Um, so we, we don't know exactly how he sees. There's a later episode where we actually they they kind of show us how he sees through his visor and it's kind of like a predator. Like it's like yeah, infrared and that's, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. But in this one, he makes the comment of like, Oh, I could see the freckles on Worf's nose if he yeah. had any. And I'm like, can you, I was, I wrote that part. I was like, wait, does he have like a zoom option on his visor? So he can like <laughs> zoom in. He might. I would, yeah. Telescoping vision. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know. If any of them, Data was should have the best eyesight. Yeah, yeah so. that's true. But so. then, if if he only sees in like, I mean, and obviously he can change it to like you know infrared and electromagnetic magnetic vision. How does he look at the Elcar panels? Because it's just a, it wouldn't just be like a bright white light. Like, how does he see every little button? Well, he's got to have normal vision too, yeah. right? Like. I don't, I don't know. No, Does there he? must be just settings on his visor. Because at one point they do, like, there's episodes where they ask him to to adjust the settings so that he can look for something specific and like a rock face. Yeah. So maybe well, he can adjust settings. Well, it's why I thought Predator Vision was the perfect example, because in the first one it's all thermal. And if you remember the second one, which most people try to forget, oh, he, there is a UV vision where he sees them in the warehouse because mm. they uh, raise the heat to make everything their body temperature to try and make them blind. And he sees it through UV instead. So I think it is that he can change it between the different options. Yeah. I mean, he does find the, or well, the girl 
uh, in the explosion that way because he uses thermal imaging. Yep. That's true. But then how does he play poker? He has a normal it's vision not, option. I don't think it's x-ray like, vision. <laughs> no, I know. But does I, I don't know. I've always questioned that. Like if yeah. he has normal vision. He's yeah, got to, but he's imagine got to he has that option. Yeah, he probably uses well, that most of the time by default. He can't have like super normal vision though. They, he doesn't have like normal like camera video type vision because they reference that many times on the show. How yeah. he says, "Oh, I don't see things how you see things." That's why oh, he really? doesn't know what like Tasha looks like really. So maybe he can see like outlines, but not like fine detail. He can like see. He, he has kind of has to composite it together. Yeah. yeah, he can see features because obviously he has crushes on women. Like he can see their features and stuff like that. Yeah, he, he, has, he has crushes on women. Like there's no tomorrow. So oh my god, Dare, maybe it's Daredevil vision. Can we, <laughs> remember? Can, the... we, can we also talk about how a Jordy doesn't ever get laid on this show, and b mm. how he calls Worf out on his sex life on the bridge in front of everybody in this episode? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, is that your idea? That was uh-huh. such a sex. This uh, is what sex is. But isn't it, isn't that kind of like like fetish shaming? Like what yes. if that is his view of sex? Yeah, a little kink shame. Yeah. He was kink shaming Worf in front of everybody on the bridge. Like he just straight up, he stepped back even to call him out loudly. <laughs> yeah. And I was yeah. like, wow, you asshole, you only did this because you don't get laid. I would <laughs> I would I would have looked right at Jordy and been like, Yeah, well I'm packing twice what you got down there, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's true oh Warf. but yeah i Quite was like really. that's so fucked up jordy <laughs> poor man <laughs> like double stream what oh, well we know if, i mean Worf has a kid so we know he's he got laid at some point we guys true and also as the show as the show progresses and even into the next series Worf is getting the best checks oh hell yeah Worf gets jadzia of course and he yeah, gets he gets Troy at some point and uh-huh. yeah, he's with, yeah, he's with Deanna at the end of next gen. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Like he's getting all the pretty he's getting all the pretty ladies because you know what? Secretly he's super he's a super sensitive soul. Who's but he's also a terrible father. He's just a shit father. He, he he's a terrible <laughs> oh father. Have you seen the meme? That's Jonathan Frakes on set with the kid who plays Alexander and he, they're like smiling and laughing at each other and it's like and it's, a, it's like something that's like Alexander's like uh, finally found a good father figure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. That's not wrong. Like, ouch. That's not wow. so bad. That's Poor Worf. Terrible. Poor guy. Um, that's so sad. So yeah. So uh, and then it was weird too how they kind of just bring in. I feel like they just brought in Wesley because they're like. At, at that, so there's that that whole scene kind of towards the end because like Riker's trying not to use his power. He's like, "Well, I'm just going to use it to give you guys, you know, gifts." And you know, he wants to make Data human and give Jordy his sight back and all that. And I feel like they just brought Wesley in because they're like, "Oh, we're paying him. Let's just bring him on for the episode." Because there, there's no reason for him to be there. <laughs> they're like, "Oh crap, yeah. this kid's on contract for X amount of episodes." Mm-hmm. Just bring put him, him in. in at the end. Throw him in Does somewhere. Anybody have? A, is there a hot crew guy around? Somebody grab his rainbow water. sweater and stretch it out. Who's that guy? <laughs> but then they made his his voice the same, right? Because wasn't it still like teenage Wesley voice? I felt like it was his voice modulated a little or something. Like they yeah. tried to give it a little deeper tone or whatever, but it's yeah. 80s they, modulation. They, they threw a voice changer on it. Yeah, auto tune. <laughs> yeah. 
So, yeah, Something which is odd. Like yeah, it was weird. But it, you're right; it was his, but it wasn't his. It was weird. Um, but then, yeah, they go to the, to, to this planet where the, an explosion happened, and they're trying to save people. And of course, Riker wants to save people with his his powers. And I think the only person that they really show that dies is that that little girl. Yeah, because uh, well, there was five. There was five hundred and three people on on the colony, but they were only managed to rescue what half a dozen, eight people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are 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 we counting them towards our kill tracker? I feel bad doing it if we do. David, it, it's up to you, man. Uh, I mean, we. What was the episode where we counted like that whole ship full of people before they even showed up on screen? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like this is kind of in that ballpark. We don't have an exact count, though. Well, we don't have an exact. We count. can. You, we can estimate. I don't know. David, estimate. I don't know. You're you're the IT person. You can do maths. <laughs> <laughs> I'm counting. I'm just counting the little girl. Okay, one. The poor little girl. Girl. Rocker could have saved her. I know. Instead of giving, like, making Wesley all hunky, he could have saved a little girl. Yep. But remember, Priorities. told him he, like, promised him he couldn't. Like, he's like, oh, you can't use your powers to interfere. Can you control it? Yeah. I and I was like, that's a. De- At that moment, when Beverly gave him that look, she's holding a dead child and she gave him that look and she was like, wait, can you bring her back to life? And he was like, I can't. I made a promise. The look she gives him is like, the best. Mm-hmm. He's just like, are you fucking? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. She's like, I will she's cut like, you. She's like, they're being like, if Picard was like, and I can just hear her brain. She's like, if Picard's here, he'd be like, okay. Like, what? Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Yep. That's right. I definitely appreciate Crusher a lot more. Like, she's kind of. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. She has some terrible episodes. Uh, like oh, yeah. you know, fucking space a ghost. ghost. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, fucking a space ghost and fucked all of the women in her family. Oh yeah. <laughs> So but, that's not creepy or anything. Nope. But in like this episode, she's just like, what are you talking about? Like, can't you save them? Like, she's kind of the more rational one. And I feel like that's kind of how I am. I'm kind of always like, like the more rational person. And I'm like, I'm definitely, I mean, I, I always had a crush on her, but I'm now like appreciating her more as a character. She is always the rational one though. Very like often because yeah, for the most part, she, yeah, she's a woman of science. Yeah. Like her job is to be rational and make the best scientific decisions and the best decisions when it comes to helping people and saving lives. And she's very good at it and very rational. That's what she's in the enterprise. Cause she's supposed to be like the top doctor. Right. Well, it's like yeah. that episode where she gets pulled into that universe and like everyone starts to vanish. Yeah. And she's the, like, is it shrinking? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, if it's, there's nothing wrong with me, then there's something wrong with, with the rest of the universe. So like she's using logic to figure this yeah. out. And I always appreciated that. It's true. Stuff. Yeah. She's the smart one. That's a good episode too. She's like, she's like, she's like a, a sexy, sensitive Spock. I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Um, I think that's actually Troy's not in this one. Is she? Nope. No, they, yeah, that's right. He makes the comment like, Oh, we, we dropped her off on a mission to go do something and she's not here. Yeah. She had, she had, they didn't make a point to say that too. And <laughs> In the captain's log. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it's always weird too. Cause like, I, cause I don't think Worf is in the next one, but you're like, they always have to give a reason why someone's not there. I'm like, maybe they're just have a day off. Yeah. We had it's to drop shift. Lieutenant Worf off at a Batleth tournament. So we're getting out without him. Yeah. It's fine. I'm like, you don't have to explain it every time. Yeah. I don't need any, everybody's day off reason. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so he does that. He gives everyone kind of gifts. They all say no. And then, of course, he rejects it. And then Q scampers off. Um, but he, he so he makes that. So Q makes the, the wager with uh, Jean-Luc of like, okay, if Riker uh, accepts the powers, then we'll go back and to, to Earth and stay there. And he's like, well, but if he gives them back, then you have to leave us alone forever, which we know does not. He doesn't do that. Does not yeah. happen. Obviously. They win and he reneges on the contract. Yeah, he comes back like next season and then still messes with them. Yeah. Oh, really? Is he gone till like next season? I think he comes back in season two. That's that's uh, yeah. the, uh, the Borg episode, I think. Mm-hmm. But then they they never explain again. Like, oh, hey, we made that bet that you would never bother us again. But he, yeah, which is weird. He comes. I mean, he comes back quite a few times. I want to say it's like every season. But... Oh, at least there's a couple. Like, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. There's like. Cupid and then Tapestry and then yeah, which are some of the fun ones. I was like those. Yeah. There's a rumor he's supposed to come on Beyond Picard. Yeah, which would be amazing. Oh my gosh, it'd be it would so make sense. Amazing. Even if he just like walked past in the background, I'd be fine with that. I, yeah, I don't care. I just want him on it. I just want more more people from Next Gen on Picard than there oh, were yeah. in the first season. The fact that Gates McFadden didn't show up in Picard so far has made me very upset. So I know. Yeah, it's really surprising. Um, are are yeah. you caught up on Lower Decks? Because I think last time you were on, you had not finished Lower Decks yet. Mm-mm, no, I've only um, I've got addicted to Bones recently. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> That's a... Talking about scientific women, I maybe actually get into shows like that with scientific women. Um, no, I'm only I've only watched the first five or six episodes, I think, of Lower Decks. I've also been watching a lot of Halloween stuff because. Well, because it's Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> as as it airs, it won't be, but right now it's Halloween. It's always Halloween if it in your heart. What people say about Christmas? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> it's always Halloween. As long as you carry the Halloween spirit through with you all year. I want it to be Thanksgiving always in my heart. Food. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's always on my plate. I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> always on my I'll plate. just take October through December for, for the rest of my life. <gasps> yeah. I'm good with that. That would be amazing. Um... Uh, yeah, but that's kind of how the episode ends. Uh, Riker takes the path of light uh, and gives up his powers and um, everything goes back to normal, essentially. And then they go on their little merry way and the whole explosion plot. Again, it was like a 10 minute thing that it was kind of just a kind of, Yeah, it's just kind of there. <laughs> really, it's just important that Riker proved that he's not a super privileged jerk face. Yeah, which he, he's. I like that. He did. He's a little, I mean, and I know they filmed these a little out of order too, but when I don't like him as much in Haven for the next one, he's kind of a, he's a little bit of a jerk there, there too. Oh, well, we'll talk about that in, that in this next episode. Oh, yes, we will. <laughs> yes, we will. Um, well, yeah, that, so that's, that's essentially how it is. Q leaves and then they go on their merry way and they're all back to normal. Yep. Um, Harley, what's your wrap up on hiding Q? Oh goodness. Um, I just, my hot take is again, why is everyone in love with Tasha? Makes no sense at all. Um, let's not hate on people for their private sex lives. Jordy. <laughs> Cause he's and not also, one to speak. And also, you know what? Good job Riker for being given a bunch of power and privilege 
and then giving it up because you're a good person and for your friends and you care more about the universe and the betterment of the the actual like human race. Good mm-hmm. job. All right. Those are some yeah. good good takeaways. I like that. Yeah, that's a pretty good recap. Yeah. <laughs> David. <laughs> I don't want to follow think? that. Um, let's see. All right, screw <laughs> you then. Screw you. No, I, yeah, I mean, I liked, I liked this. Like I said, it felt like a well-written TOS episode put to a modern take, or a little more modern take, at least for the '80s. Um, it does bother me a little bit that it's not hide and Q seek. Why is it just hide and Q? Because <laughs> like, hide and Q seek. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, <laughs> that would that would um, be good. Well, just what's the point of the title if it's not like what's hide and Q? That doesn't make any sense. Um, but. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and so I I did like it. It's not probably on par with the later episodes, but I have to again trust you guys on that. I'm trusting you guys a lot on that. So when we get there, if I'm not happy with it, I'm going to be very upset with you. But he's <laughs> <laughs> be like, they're all crap. We're like, this is crap. Send me back to season one. This show. Darmok is uh, crap. Um, <laughs> but so I'd say it's probably like a, a six and a half, uh, six maybe on the Devo meter. I'm gonna put it okay. right in that range. I think I feel like that's what almost all of them have been. Yeah, sixes yeah. to sevens. Yeah. I think the Devo meter might get reset as we get to like season three, four. Oh, 100%. It's why I'm not. Yeah, I can't. I I just can't bring myself to put these at like a four or a five or something down low because I don't hate them. Like I've actually yeah. been enjoying yeah. these. So they're not terrible. I just think because again, I think I'm I'm looking at it knowing the other like seven seasons or Rose five seasons, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they're not terrible. They're just not my favorite. Yeah, I mean, there's still 165 episodes of greatness still to come. So that's true. Uh, Phil, or what's your your take on this one? Yeah, pretty much the same. For a first season episode, it's pretty good. Um, didn't I? Kind of wish we would have gotten more of the the B plot with the explosion and what happened and trying to figure that out instead of it just being all Q, but a Q episode is whatever it is. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good for a first season episode. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, that's it. No, yeah, it's not bad. Um, it's, it's, it's just not my favorite Q episode. I think it's this one and the one later on where he, they discover like that, uh, that girl who was born of a Q that one. I don't really like that one either. I don't think, but that's, that's like five seasons later. Yeah. Um, the one where he loses his powers. Or... I like that one. <laughs> I like that one too. I, that that has like some of the best because him and Worf had some have some great like banter back and forth, especially oh, yeah. in that one. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Um, Take your word for it. It is. Uh, I think that's it. Um, Harley, why don't you just where um, plug your podcast again? Because I know people need to know about it. Yes, um, please go listen to my podcast. Uh, not just mine, but me and my podcast partner, Angel's podcast called The Fake Nerd Girls Podcast. Now, it's not <laughs> just we're fake nerd girls. It's because after years of running comic book shops, it was often an accusation. Um, so if you've been accused of being a fake nerd of any kind, we have to come join us on the dark side. Just kidding. We just talk, we talk, about, <laughs> we talk about like comics and books and anything in like kind of like the nerd industry. Um, and we have some really cool guests. I think I mentioned last time that we just had Cecil Castellucci on. Um, and then we're, we've been talking to quite a few other people about being on. My partner has been sitting for the LSATs. 
and mm. she just she's taking it soon so we can finally record again <laughs> you know what she's trying to be a total badass lawyer so i 100 support it because she's a badass lady but please go follow us at the fake nerd girl podcast on instagram um anywhere they listen to podcasts we are there and we love getting suggestions and questions so yeah you can dm us on instagram and then my okay. personal instagram is just at Ms. Harley R M S H A R L E Y R, and that's just me. But I do post just about you. nerd stuff a lot, so <laughs> and like reading, doing do. nerd stuff. Yeah, so pretty cool. Right on. So go go check them out. Um, always happy to have another a podcaster on and share the mm-hmm. nerdum. Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us again. Um, I hope, are you, are you sticking around for the next one too? Oh, a hundred percent. It's a Deanna episode. Hell yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, good. So she's, she's going to come back. So, so our, our listeners have to come, come back as well. It's just like mandatory. So, that works. Works. Yep. <laughs> uh, so th- thank you again. Uh, David, why don't you do your thing and then that's it for us. Absolutely, yeah. Check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we got links to all of our social media places. You can check out the Meet the Nerds and see what we look like when we're smiling or just what we look like in general. And you can, there's a link to Cafe Press where you can buy stuff with our logo on it because you know you want it. And anywhere where you're listening to this is somewhere where you can find a podcast and ours was there. So give us a five-star rating and review and we'll read it out on the air for you guys. Great. Thank you. Uh, That's it for us. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya.